I'm Teresa Palmer. And I'm Sarah Wright Olson. And you caught us in the middle of a very silly conversation. <laughs> we were having a naughty little chat. Naughty. We? A naughty chat. I couldn't even say the word naughty. I was just like, we're just naughty. Silly. <laughs> no, it sounds it's my naughty. accent sounds so weird with that word naughty and yours is yeah. naughty. naughty naughty what I sounds know. naughtier does it sound naughty you're so naughty I know. yours sounds like a proper version of naughty like naughty <laughs> you know it's like naughty. oh is it though are you, don't be so naughty oh my god yeah anyway oh, oh my god i can't i can't <laughs> Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Splurge on some fancy champagne with the gals or order fine dining to the house and watch a good true crime doco? Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We were talking about. Should we just tell them what we're talking about? Okay, sure, we'll sure, sure. Might as well, might we as were talking that. about. <laughs> so, Marks, you know, like we love my hubby. He was in a. He was Mark. in a. He was in a little dark Mark funk for. Um, <laughs> Everybody knows actually, dark Mark. Like, yes, he's talked about it on the podcast before. So, like, dark Mark came out. It was my fault, actually. I truly believe it was my fault because I yeah. triggered him. We got to get Doctor Stan know, back in here. Well, I seriously was like, <laughs> should we go speak to Doctor Stan? He was like, I think we're okay. I was like, okay, I think you're fine. But like, oh you're God. supposed to have each other's user manual, right? And one yeah. of the main things that I know not to do with Mark, I did yep. basically, and yep. he got. So so triggered and so sad and it brought up all of his stuff and I was saying to Sarah sometimes all they need is a little sex just a little <laughs> loving a little shebang a little like you're so hot like just make out with them just be like oh my god and do you know it was it like happened to coincide with me like feeling really horny anyway so yeah. I was like okay this is perfect like I want to be with my man it's also going to help him like pull out of his funk and so I was saying that um I just jumped on in there you know and guess what he's <laughs> got a little naughty. skip it he's got a little skip in his <laughs> step this morning 
<laughs> he was like joyful. He was sort of like whistling yeah. out the door. Yeah. And Sarah was like, sometimes it's so simple. Sometimes it's just so simple like that. Well, it's funny because, I mean, honestly, like you had already worked through. So Mark and I, duh, we're very similar, right? But yeah. you'd already worked through like so many of the like issue part of it like the conversation yes. part of it so really it's just like you know there are some people in a relationship who um like have the conversation it's over we're done walk away okay back me. to like normal life like everything's me. fine and then there's people <laughs> like me who uh afterwards you are still carrying now I would say that I've probably gotten better at this later on in life but you're still carrying the weight of the conversation and things that were said and like whatever so it's like it's still weighing on your heart and so some people go internal and get like dark during that time and other people are like boom it's all out I feel good blah 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 blah. and they just want a little affection I know and I'm like I just need a few cuddles I need some cuddlies some kissies a little a little of licky the fan you know that would just be great No, for me, I think it's not that. It's more like I need you to be like, I love you. I'm not going anywhere. Yes. Mark needs Mark. I was going to say he needs both. Oh, my God. He doesn't need his fanny lift. He doesn't even have a fanny. Oh, my God. Oh my God. He needs oh to lick his fanny. No, but anyway, I've gone red. I'm red in the face. Oh She's red. This is a perfect way to, to start this episode because (laughs) y'all we went on our girls trip we did yes we did which by the way mark thought was all about licking the fan which is the craziest i was like what is he talking about mark was like oh are you like getting your female fantasies out there i was like like, excuse me (laughs) on the first trip that we've ever taken and we just decided to go full-on like like lesbian together with all the gals i was like yes yes that is Uh, the true meaning the true purpose of this is just to like hook up with chicks and i was like i think this is your fantasy like there he is being like oh what's my wife doing over there with all those hottie chicky babes anyway (laughs) So it was fun. There was no licky of the fans. We were just uh, hanging out. We were pampering ourselves. We had, we were horse riding. I didn't even gyrate on the horse. I was ovulating. I didn't even, I just rode that horse very normally. And I, I wanted to canter though. I did want to go faster on the horse. I will say Rachel and I I were planning on going the next morning, but I feel like too many drinks were consumed the night before and we stayed up quite late and then it was like no one really felt like being in the burning sun doing another horse ride (laughs) it was so hot it would just happen to be like 100 degrees where we went um the whole time so it was like so boiling hot when we all got in the horses but I will say that well I had a crazy horse my horse was John Wayne John Wayne and John Wayne I get on John Wayne and they're like you know he doesn't really love being in the line I'm like you mean exactly what we're doing? Okay, great. Uh, I'm so glad I'm the only one that grabbed a helmet um, for this moment. <laughs> she was, and I was like, oh, that's so Sarah. I love I it. She's like, safety should we, first. 
should we get safety serum? <laughs> but we? I like my yeah. hat was looking too cute. I was like, I, I need to rock this cool cowboy hat. And I was like, see, I think this we're is, only walking. This is why I was never the cool kid is because even though my hat was so awesome, <laughs> I wore it on my back and not on my head. And I wore the giant helmet instead. And it was like a little large for me. You started the hat craze though on the trip. I she did. went and like bought this hat <laughs> from the shop. And I was like, that is the cute. That is actually the cutest hat I've ever seen on you. You must get it. She buys it. And then everyone was like, oh my God, where did you yeah, get so that I, from? Basically, I should get a cut because I sold about 15 hats. <laughs> you uh, really did. <laughs> By the end of the trip, you can see the, like, the progression of the photos. <laughs> like people, like some people had a hat in the first photos. And then by the last, yeah. day, like everyone was wearing these cowboy hats. The exact same hat, except for Teresa, oh. whose hat was handmade. It was gorgeous. Yes, it, it was chic. Uh, shout out to Cherie Comerford. Thank you for my hat. Oh, gorgeous. Um, it was gorgeous. But also we saw a tarantula. That was crazy. We saw a massive cool. tarantula on yes. the trail. And apparently it's mating season. Yes. So they're like running around to go and find other tarantulas to go humping with. Yeah. And this this was freaking ginormous like you talk about the big spiders in australia i was like Mm -hmm. there are no spiders that size in australia that was huge i mean it was really big it It was was massive big yeah it was massive it was crazy but okay i need to keep going with my john wayne real quick yes tell us tell us john wayne doesn't want to be in the line which is all we're doing is walking in a line and then (laughs) John Wayne they're like well he has his certain horses he likes to be around so they place me in line somewhere right and then automatically John Wayne starts skipping the line he's like going towards (laughs) the front and I'm like first of all this is horribly embarrassing like I can't control him I keep pulling him he keeps ripping the things out of my hands and I'm just like oh my gosh then they start to take off and he runs past the guy next to me, <laughs> runs ahead to the night. We're not supposed to be running. And so he like runs quickly ahead. And I was like, whoa, whoa, you know, and then the Wrangler guy comes by and he's like, oh, yeah, John Wayne's a big baby. He's like, you really got to like work him a little bit. He's like, here, try this. And he's like teaching me exactly what to do because it's so specific. The whole entire ride, you guys, this horse had to be like constantly pulled back away from the horse in front of him and when the horse in front of him's tail would like swish back and forth he would jump jump backwards <laughs> and so i was like wow and and even oh. in the photo there was like a photo where they were lining everybody up and I was telling Eric this because he was like this is just so perfectly you but like they line all the horses up and then of course like the moment she goes to take a picture my horse decides to do a U-turn and turn all the way back around so then it's like oh you gotta go around again and then he goes sideways and then they're like okay we're gonna like follow this line and go and then he doesn't do that and so I was like oh my gosh (laughs) so we get to the end of the whole ride which has been stressful for me because my guy is not a listener And I get off and then the two Wranglers come up to me and they're like, hey, thanks so much for babysitting John Wayne. He's so emotional. He needs constant attention. And I was like, excuse me? Why is he in this group? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's because you put intermediate. You're like, I'm an intermediate, intermediate to potentially advanced. They would have been like, oh, that girl. No, no, but like they would have looked at you and been like, she looks like a horse rider. She said intermediate. Like, let's give her John Wayne. 
All right. As you guys know, we are we are busy mums. We are dog mums, business mums, performance mums, school board mums. Life gets hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go-tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, a silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India, whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all credit cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Spring is here and school is coming to a close and life could not be crazier. Um, So one of the things that has helped our family so much on those super packed weekends and weekdays with sports and school and all the things has been Green Chef. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for clean eating, delivering pre-portioned and prep quality whole foods. Green Chef sends organic, fresh produce, responsibly sourced protein, and chef-designed recipes in every box. And for our family, we have two people who are gluten-free. So it's been amazing picking out these like gluten-free recipes with the kids. You can find clean meals to suit your lifestyle with preferences like Mediterranean, plant-based, gluten-free, protein-packed, keto, calorie-smart, and gut health. My kids love following along with the Green Chef recipes, pulling them out of the box, looking at the pictures, putting everything together. They put on their little aprons and we do it as a family. It's so fast. It saved us so much time. And it's been something really fun to do together and teach the kids new recipes. You guys can go to greenchef.com slash motherdays50 and use code motherdays50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Go to greenchef.com slash motherdays50 and use code motherdays50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Okay, guys, check out Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. All right, guys, we are a couple of tired mamas and all we do is crave a spa day and we deserve it. We always end up putting ourselves down the very bottom of our to-do list. We jump from one activity to the next and we're always meeting the needs of everyone else around us. I think it is time for a little self-pampering. This Mother's Day, make every day a spa day for all the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature, uplifting, all-natural citrusy scent. 
I think the greatest and most thoughtful gifts are the gifts that you actually like love yourself, something that you use on yourself. And I love using the Mega Moisture Duo. It makes my skin so glowy. It's like super hydrating, firming, smells amazing. When I give my kids a hug after a bath, they're like, you smell so good. (laughs) It is my absolute favorite gift and such a great gift for Mother's Day. Yes. Folding in self-care is a moment to practice mindfulness. It's self-love. It's compassion. And we all know if you run your battery flat, it's harder to recharge. A consistent body care routine promotes healthy, glowing skin and also supports your mental health. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOTHERDAYS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOTHERDAYS for 10% off. Never write intermediate, okay? You had to mother the horse. I had like, to mother look, a damn horse the whole you time. You really had to mother <laughs> the horse. I, apparently mine was meant to be crazy because I also put intermediate. I was yeah. about to be like advanced to have you guys seen ride like a girl. Have you seen my but, movie? No, but then I was like, no, I'm not going to put advanced because no, I knew no. I would get some crazy horse. Yeah, for sure. Mine was pretty cool. I forgot his name. It wasn't Piccolo, was it? Something like that. Piccolo. No. Pick, pick, pa- uh, pretty boy? Was yours pretty boy? No, mine wasn't Polaris. Polaris. That was, that oh, was it. Piccolo. Where did nice. I get Piccolo from? <laughs> anyway, probably because we're talking about musical instruments just yes, before. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. So he, he did one chomp. Of oh. our friend, of our friend, he bit, horse he bit another horse. A chomp into the ass. Great, yeah. Great, and that great, was it. Yeah. One chomp. And I was like, oh, that was pretty chill. That's not good. But <laughs> I know, I know. It was so, it was so fun. I had such a blast on that trip. I was, do you know, it was funny, like when I'm out of my comfort zone a little bit, mm-hmm. which this was, it was all, apart from you and obviously Rachel and Olivia, I didn't yeah. know anyone else. Like I always think that I am just like such an extrovert that I'm just like out there I'm so social but as I've gotten older I definitely like I'm a little quieter and then I have to find my person and then I warm up and then I'm really myself yeah. so I, I had like the nerves like you kind of have on your first day of school where I'm like oh my Aww. gosh like who are these what are these girls gonna be like and then <laughs> of course like I meet this one girl and, I'll, and she like talks about herself her name's Jessica she was like I'm um, uh, like a manifesting expert and I was like oh we like, my god <laughs> the entire like the entire like week Weekend, I was like, I am sticking with this girl and we are talking about manifesting and we were on the horse ride and I wasn't even really looking at my surroundings. I was deep diving into manifesting with her and it yeah. was so far. I said to Sarah, we're bringing her on the, the podcast. I had the best conversation with her. I loved her style because obviously we've had a few different people on the podcast um, talking about manifesting. But hers was really specific. So I had her break it down like step by step in five Mm. different steps. So we're going to have her come on the podcast. In fact, I think we're going to have all the girls we met come on the podcast. They're amazing. They were all so inspiring and like how, what a cool thing to be thrust into a situation where you're around like like like-minded people. Mm -hmm. Um, I, how was your household when you left? Did your household stick together oh my god you gotta tell that funny story 
about Wire and the text and the like. Oh yes, yes. you gotta oh do God. that. Okay, okay. So oh, that was um, so good. The household was great. Uh, when I was leaving, I have to say. Shout out to my husband because he was so unbelievably like over the top excited for me to go and do this experience. Like the moment that I told him that this was something that I wanted to do, he was like, you have to do it. And everyone around me was like, you have to do it. And so I was like, wow, okay." Like I felt so encouraged and like, I don't know, half the time I'm like, is this going to be a burden on anyone like the kids or whatever? And like he was just beyond like so supportive so um that was that felt really good and so then I got you know winter ready and like weaned her um off of nights but it was like hell leading up to actually leaving because she had like a weird regression and just like cried for hours in the middle of the night for two nights oh my gosh so by the time I got left to go away I was so tired because I had like five hours of sleep or something the night before so I just like it was not great and Teresa did not have great sleep the night before either so when we actually left it was like you know a little (laughs) little cuckoo only for that reason um but uh but yeah I was just gonna say really quick that I don't think there's ever like a lot of time to just sit around and talk to people. And Mm. a lot of times there's like big distractions, you know, it's either like your kids or someone comes in and interrupts or like, you know, you are checking your phone or like whatever it is. Right. And so this just happened to be like amazing time where we could sit and have conversations with people and just be in the moment, which was really cool. And um, the, the, the company was called the great that put it together. They're like an amazing um, clothing company by Emily and Merritt. And so they put uh, this whole women's retreat together and they brought really interesting, incredible people together. And so mm-hmm. every person that I sat to talk to, I was like, wow, like blown away by them. If it was like a birth story or like a business story or family story or like stuff that they're dealing with at home or like whatever it is, it was just fast. Everything was incredible and fascinating. Mm -hmm. I felt so inspired. Um, But so day, so the the first day was great. Day two, um, I get a text message from Wyatt's computer because like Wyatt now has a computer (laughs) at school and he can only text me or Eric, right? Right. So he like types to me, how's it going? And I was like, oh, this is so cute. It was like the first time my kid can like write to me, you know, and so yeah. I, I write him back and I was like, oh, it's great. And I sent him a picture at like 7 a.m. with my coffee mug all alone outside because no one showed up on time. And um, <laughs> <laughs> she was a nerd, the teacher's pet, always rocking up like, like, you know, right on the dot, like yeah. this one there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. And I, there's just a lot lot of pictures of me alone at all the places before anyone showed up so it's like at the (laughs) breakfast table by the campfire like I was just first there anyway so I get this message I write back and I'm like it's going great and I'm like how's it going there and Wyatt writes back dad got 26 minutes of deep sleep (laughs) 
And but I was like, this was after what? Eric had said it went great. Like, oh, she said yes. we had lots of cuddles. The night was, you know, he's obviously keeping it to himself so that she right. can enjoy her time there. <laughs> and so she, Sarah was like, oh, my God, it went so great with winter and Eric. Yeah, and they like, just cuddled oh. all night. And then she gets this message from then I get Wyatt. the message like, dad got 26 minutes of deep sleep. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what actually happened last night? And I was like, oh, that's so funny. And I was like laughing to him. And he wrote back and said like, ha, ha, ha. Because like obviously Eric just wanted me to like have fun, unplug, don't stress, <laughs> you know. So he didn't don't, want me to so know going that, like, great. everything's great. Everything's great. And then he sent a photo of Winter. <laughs> this is so funny. He sent a photo of Winter <laughs> on the way to school and she's just fast asleep at like 8 a.m. or whatever. And Sarah's and I was like, like uh, no, that's I wrote back and said, is she, is she sick? Or <laughs> Did she not sleep last night? Because that is not normal. That's not. She shouldn't be falling asleep in the car. Oh, my God. And it's just, it makes me laugh so much because we all know how much Eric loves his sleep as well. Oh so my bless God. him. Bless him that he was just like, everything went great. great. Everyone slept really well. And you know what's so funny? So the so following cute. night, um, Winter slept with their nanny, Sonia, in the bed. And guess yeah. who else slept with my mum the following night? The oh girls. Really? Yeah. And I was, I was laughing so much because <laughs> the first night the dads, like, slept with them. And then the second night, like, Sonia slept with yes. Winter and my mum slept with Poet and Prairie. And I was like, that is hilarious. That's I bloody amazing. love it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's so um, you. How did it go for you? Well, things were pretty good um, at, at my house. I, f- I feel mm-hmm. like I didn't have the entire um, same experience as you did leading up to it where like yeah. Mark was just only positive about me going. Mark is like the cutest person in the land in that like yes. if I leave the house for four hours, he was like, I missed you. Like what? what are you doing? Like, when are you coming back? Like he literally misses me when I leave for just like a little day trip. Right. So leading up to this trip, he was like, I don't really want you to go. I'm going to miss you. And I was like, excuse me, you're the only partner not being like, go have fun, have the best time. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, it's because I'm going to miss you. It's because I just want you to be with me. I I don't like you leaving. Like I want to be together. And I was like, I totally hear that, but I'm going and it's going to be awesome. Anyway. So he got to a place of being like, okay, go have fun, have a blast, blah, blah, blah. So like getting some photos and like texts and stuff throughout the day. And then same with Bodhi. Bodhi texted me from his iPad and he's (laughs) only allowed on his iPad twice. If it's during, um, the holidays, the school holidays, which he's technically on right now, he's only allowed two times of screen time. So he can either put them together or he can split them up anyway. So I was like, oh, that's funny. Okay. So I know he had screen time earlier and now he's back on his iPad texting me. And he was like, I said, how's it going there, babe? Like, oh, I miss you guys so much. And he was like, mom, everything falls apart when you go. <laughs> I was like, what? What? And he was like, yeah, it's like, you really hold it all together. And I was like, first of all, I felt like super, like secretly psyched that he said that. I was like, oh my God, oh my I feel God. very validated. Like <laughs> they really need me. Yay. But also what's going on at the house? So 
Anyway, I finally connect with Mark later in the day and this was like day two and he was like, uh... We have a major problem. Um, oh, there is a big plumbing issue at the house. Poet flushed necklaces down oh, her geez. toilet in her bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, what? That does not sound like her at all. Like, what is going on? She, What do you mean? She just, like, put necklaces down there and flushed the toilet? And he's like, yes, your mum was with them and your mum, like, had to, like, get some necklaces out of the toilet. I guess there was a plastic necklace. I know exactly what necklace it is that she put down the toilet and my mum got it out. But apparently one must have got sucked in and went down into the pipes. And then all of a sudden cut to like an hour later, he's hearing like bubbling. He goes into the bathroom and there is shit water, like actual diarrhea poo sludge from however many weeks (laughs) of poo come bubbling up through the shower in this like brown watery mess stinks like unbelievably disgusting and it's just filling up the shower and he was like ah emergency but this is happening like as the kids are getting ready to go to bed so he's like who do I call I obviously can't call our regular plumber so we couldn't call the regular plumber he ended up calling the emergency plumber who came out and started trying to put a snake down the toilet and that failed miserably. Like it made it almost worse that the snake went down there, more poos coming up, it's all bubbling up, it's making noise oh. and then Mark's, he goes to sleep but and then that this is where my mum had the girls sleeping with them which he was like, I put them with your mum because I was up dealing with like the plumbing issues and I was like, it's fine, I'm not judging you, it's totally fine but... Anyway, he says he got only about five hours of sleep because he could hear a dripping noise. So he knew that the plumber was coming in the morning with different tools to try and figure out what she exactly dropped down there. And I guess when the snake went in the night before, it was hitting something really solid. So then I was like, okay, so it can't be a necklace. Like a necklace isn't that solid. And then he was like, I think it's a toy. She must have flushed like a big toy down there. And I just thought it was sort of weird because how do we even fit a big toy down a toilet? But whatever. Somehow this thing is happening. Mark's hearing dripping at like 5 a.m. So he goes downstairs and he's like, I can hear water coming down from somewhere and it's not from the bathroom. So we have three levels to our house. And so Poet's Toilet is on the top level. And Mark doesn't know exactly which room is below Poet's Toilet. So he's envisioning dripping coming down through our dining room. So he runs to the dining room and it's like 5.30 a.m., and he can't see anything. And he's like, I can still hear dripping. So he goes into the garage and there's like brown dripping water pouring from oh the God. ceiling down. It's leaking through the ceiling down on top of the cars, Mark's precious cars <laughs> that like he cares about. That We've got like, by the way, it's a Toyota Sienna. Like it's a, you know, a mum <laughs> van, but he's so passionate about this car. And it's like poo water's like just dripping down. This is all happening while I'm like blissfully hanging out with my gals, like having the most amazing time. I was going to intercut and say (laughs) that like, okay, we get the first message about it at dinner and Teresa and I are like, of course, like, of course this happens. 
when you're away. And then like the next morning he's FaceTiming and he's like, it's so bad, babe. It's so bad. You know, oh, and, it's, and he's, he's like in a dark place. He's sending <laughs> us, he's sending us pictures and videos of like the, the, the water. water coming from the ceiling. And I was like, oh, this is, this is really bad. This like, is bad. This is and he's like, this is going to so be expensive. thousands of dollars. Yeah. And More I was like, that. oh God, like, sorry, but like, I'm I'm trying to be here, be present with everyone, but I'm also then go immediately into like fix it mode where I'm like, yeah. right, okay, so if you the plumbers are coming, this. you need to like, and the clear, this was the crazy, this is the other part of the story. We basically have our house on Airbnb, right, when we're not in town, but these renters booked six months in advance. Like they oh loved gosh. our house. They booked so long ago and they're coming that day. So they're co- our cleaners, like Angelica, she's like a part of our family, Angelica and Michelle, they're like arriving at 9 a.m. to start cleaning the house to prep it for the renters to come in that day. Oh and gosh. so Mark then had to ring our property managers and be like, oh, my God, code red, this is what's going on. Ah! what are we going to do and then the property managers of course are stressing as well and they're like they're freaking oh my out. god the yeah. the renters are flying in for the house and all right we got to try and find another property that's going to be open but then you guys are going to have to pay for that property and we were like wait what like this is insane we're already going to have to pay thousands of dollars to fix this situation yeah and then so i said to mark okay all right you should just not have the kids at the house. Like, why can't you go and drop the kids over to Frankie and Zach's? And this, we were crashing at Frankie and Zach's house. And Frankie and Zach are the other parents to, we have our shared son, Isaac. So it's, it's Mark's baby mama, Frankie. We're staying at their house. So I'm like, go drop our kids over to Frankie with my mum. So the house is empty. You can focus on the plumbing. We've got like three hours until the renters get there. And then the cleaning ladies obviously can't have kids around while they're cleaning. So like, please go do that. So then he's getting mad at me for trying yeah. to micromanage from like three hours away. <laughs> like I'm just like all blissed out with the gals and I'm trying to micromanage. And he You're was like, like second I need to take a bite of my French toast yeah I was like hang on wait a sec like it's been so hard for me the past two days like let me come in and interject with exactly how you need to handle this anyway so he's like starting to get pissed off at me because I'm trying to do my control thing and then the cleaners are there trying to clean and then the plumber's there and the plumber's like, I'm going to have to open up the ceiling. And Mark's like, what? And he's like, yeah. So they start opening up the full oh ceiling. God. And That's then not right. only do they open up the ceiling, they have to open up the side wall in the garage. It was like and 10 then so- feet. It was so much wall mm-hmm. is opened up trying to figure out. And then they had to cut the pipes to figure out what oh the God. hell is stuck the in the pipes. It's turned off the water. And the then cleaning like, ladies are using pool yes, water to clean the The cleaning house. ladies were using pool <laughs> water. And I was like, are we sure that's okay for is the that okay? floors? Like, Probably is that not. okay for the floors? I doubt it. And Don't I was like, so. oh, my God, this is an actual disaster. But then meanwhile, I'm still feeling bad about the renters coming in. So I'm like, Ugh. I don't want them to have to cancel. They really fell in love with our house like could we just say to them we'll give you a discount and you just can't use that one <laughs> bedroom don't, don't use the whole poo garage oh my god the poo gra- but mark's like the toilets might not even work so it was just like one thing after the next and uh, then finally they get to the source of what it is this is what's wild so of course mark being very stressed out 
has been yelling at Poet and he was saying to her, he told me, well, the kids also dobbed on him. The kids told, I said to Bodie, like, oh, <laughs> what, what did he say to Poet? And I also asked my mum too and everyone was like, he was very angry at her. And I was like, oh, I geez. hear that. I just felt yeah. so sorry for her because she's four. And I was like, oh, I'm not even there to be like, oh, darling, don't worry. Look, this, these things happen and this is a teachable yeah. moment. Like I wasn't there to regulate emotionally and I heard that like he just sort of yelled at her but I think what he was doing was he was trying to find out what did you put down there? I need to know. Like what the hell was it? We yeah. need to know. And she couldn't really come up with exactly what it was. So then he was like, are you lying to me? And oh, she geez. was like not – she was trying to be like, it was a necklace. No, it was – and she kept sort of – changing what it was that she put in there uh. so then he couldn't really get to the bottom of it with her the plumbers were asking finally they found it it was a huge sarah seen the photo and it's absolutely foul because it's got shit all over it but it was a huge like triangular piece of solid wood which doesn't even make any sense. Makes like zero you, sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's like a massive piece of triangular wood that had somehow got in the pipe. So what we realized is that Poet didn't flush anything down the toilet. She, Yes, she had put necklaces in the toilet and my mum scooped them out, but she never flushed anything down. It just was this mad, crazy coincidence that obviously a piece of the frame of the house that was obviously in place as they were building the property must have eroded and sort of come away and it ended up stuck in the pipe and that's what the plumber said as well he was like this doesn't fit down a toilet this has come internally from a pipe somewhere and in fact like you can probably claim it on insurance and have the builders pay for all of it because it's going to end up being like a $7,000 bill Um, and then, of course, I'm feeling awful for Poet and I'm finding yes. out this information as I'm just arriving back home. I've dropped Sarah off, just arriving back home, and I actually get to see the moment that Mark gets to come. I'm at Frankie and Zach's house and Mark gets to come in, like tail between his legs, and he's like, Poet, can I talk to you? And he was so beautiful in the moment and he was like, do you know what? It wasn't you. You didn't do it. And she like hysterically sort of laughed and cried and like with sheer like joy that it wasn't her. But she must have convinced herself that she had flushed the toilet when she put the necklaces down and had caused this big stink. But anyway, all of that went down when we were blissfully unaware, living our best with the gals, having a connected (laughs) time. And like only hours after Bodhi had said to me, it was like the precursor. He was like, everything falls apart when you're not here. <laughs> like what did, what did like, even happen before? Yeah. I know. I was like, what the hell? Um, but anyway, uh, but oh. he held it down. Do you know what? Like it sounds so bad, but he actually did. He fully held it down and it was an opportunity for him to you know, sit with Paula and be like, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't have all the information. And also she must have sort of made a story up to fit what she thought had happened. And I really felt for her in the moment. And we've talked about it a lot and processed it since then. And she's actually more, she's not even upset about 
how she was in trouble. She's just so relieved that it wasn't her. She's so grateful yeah. that she wasn't the one that messed up the house in that way. And, you know, the good ending to the story is that our renters came in. They didn't care about the holes in the garage. The toilet got fixed. Like we had about, it was about 45 minutes until they arrived. They oh were God. the best renters we've ever had. The house was so tidy when we got back in that I was like, I didn't even, we didn't even really need Angelica to come back in and clean. Like wow. they, they looked after the property so well. They were so beautiful. They gave us such an amazing review. And we were like, wow, there we go. What? I can't, I didn't know the end of the story. So I didn't know that they actually ended up coming they came. with the, all the poo in the garage and everything. That's amazing. Yep. Everything got cleaned up. Like we had 45 wow. minutes. Uh, it was, and Mark did a lot of that grunt work, like the yes. actual cleaning of the Kudos shit from him. the, <laughs> he did all that. Like, and he's so funny. He is the first to unblock a toilet. Like we immediately blocked a toilet like an hour and a half later of Frankie's like I took a dump <laughs> and then used too much toilet paper which I always do and then my mum like took a dump on top of the dump and then oh she God. blocked the toilet oh no. and then my mum was like so bad at plunging she was just doing Stop. it so softly and I was like you gotta put your neck into it like really like get into it <laughs> and then so I was like Mark do you care for some more time with some poo and he was like oh, oh my, my God. God so he came and like plunged my mum's like blocked toilet oh my God See, I would have, I think that what would happen for me is that I would have left that house and never gone back. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not really, but I would have been like, oh my, I can't. The level of embarrassment that poo causes me is beyond. It's beyond. I cannot. I went to to a guy's house one time and, um, and like, I was trying to use this bathroom and somebody had gone in to use the bathroom right before me. And then I went in and then I was like, it was like earlier in the morning and I was like, oh my God, I have to go number two. And so then <laughs> I like went and the toilet was an old toilet and it was still running. And so it wouldn't flush. No. And then I, I was like, oh my gosh. And then I started sweating so oh, bad. No. no. No plunger in the bathroom. <gasps> no plunger. No. I was like, who doesn't have a plunger? And then I was like, okay. I took the top off of the toilet. I was like fiddling with all the things. I'm in there oh. for so long. It's still running. It oh my won't God. flush. Like no. nothing. And I'm like, I think I just have to leave the house and never, ever, ever see these people again. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. I was like, I don't know what to do. You're just like, <laughs> retreat, retreat. So then I like go out of the bathroom and I go to my friend who was in there right before me. And I was like, did the toilet work when you went in there? And she was like, yeah, it flushed. And I was like, well, it's not flushing now. It's not flushing oh. now. And I don't know what to do. <laughs> She was like, okay, I'll go in there. And then she went in and I'm like fully, because the guy still doesn't know. I'm still fully, fully, fully sweating all my internal everything. And she goes in and she was able to get it to flush. And she came (gasps) out. I flushed it. And I was like, I got you. God. She's like, I got you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am a chronic, uh, 
like plugger. I plug all up all the toilets because I use so much toilet paper. I just do. Teresa. Like I, I literally use so much toilet paper. I want everything to be spick and span. It needs yeah, to be you clean. Yeah, you gotta get a Japanese toilet. The ones that spray your bottom. I, you gotta. Get I know, that. but that yeah. I did have that, and it short circuited my entire home in Adelaide. So we had to <laughs> get rid of it. We're like, this is doesn't work for like a 1960s like electrical panel and the plumbing. That's it just insane. doesn't work. Um, but we, uh, yeah. I, I always block toilets. I'm like known for it. I'm like notorious for blocking toilets. Mark's like, why do you use so much toilet paper? I was like, why do you not? Maybe you have leftover poo on your bum hole. I never do because I use so <laughs> much toilet paper. I will always be clean. Um, but yeah, I, I do it all the time. But I have lots of tricks for it. I've got tricks to get rid nice. of smells. I got, you know, oh. I think we talked about this on our like first ever podcast where we went through and I talked about the art of the muffle when you oh, need a yes. fart and you go over to the yes. side and you, you muffle with toilet paper. <laughs> you put toilet, this is also why I blog, because you put toilet paper in first for the poo oh to God. land on it so it doesn't so make bad. the splash. Terrible. So that's why there's so much toilet paper. <laughs> you can always cough. You can just be like, Ugh. oh, my God. <laughs> and then spray, if you have a little bit of perfume, if you know you're taking a dump and you've got perfume in your bag, <laughs> spray the toilet paper, like l- spray the toilet oh paper left God. on the roll because the smell will go into the paper and they'll just be like, oh, my God, this girl smells amazing even when she shits. Like, Because it's like, that's- you know how the air is like warm when you go in after someone's yeah.
grateful for my family and it made me appreciate them and my life even more, which is mm. so you you wouldn't maybe you wouldn't imagine that that's the case, like that you would come back and be like, oh, I'm back into the daily grind, but it didn't. I came back and I was like, look at these people that fill my life up so much. I get so much joy from them. I'm so I'm so thankful. And actually two days was enough for me. I heard someone else say like, oh, I could do with another night. And I was like, those two nights were perfect for me because then I would have started really sort of longing for my comfort of being back home. But that's my takeaway is that imagine if we did that for ourselves every year. Can you imagine like what that would be like? Um, anyway, yeah. I I loved it. What about you? What was your takeaway? Well, I felt so grateful for the fact that like when I left, I felt like there wasn't one part of me that was worried about anything. Like I just, my husband is so on it and efficient and like he, the kids like are crazy about him and you know, he's not right now we're on strike. Right. So he's not like going and doing a full day of work somewhere. Like he's, you know, that, that, that whole thing was sort of like, you know, a few years ago, like he would get to go work on his show and, you know, he'd be gone for like 12 hours or whatever. It just makes like the logistics of everything a little bit more complicated for the idea of wrapping your Mm -hmm. head around like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave. He's working. So I got to make sure that I can, you know, nanny pick up the kids and like blah, blah, blah. And so there's just like, logistically that would have felt more challenging to me but to know that he was like around and available and um and that the kids were excited to like have Mm. you know this time with him and that I was excited that like winter was gonna sleep with him or with Sonia like that was kind of the plan is wherever she felt the most comfortable Mm. so it was like if she like was going to sleep with Eric, I knew that it would be better than like her wanting my milk. So she did sleep. Yes. She just woke him. She woke him up a lot. So she slept, but she would like mm. kind of wake him up a little bit and then she would go back to sleep. But it's like so hard to be woken up over and over again. Yes, um, it is. But that <laughs> feeling of like leaving and not not feeling like I have to do anything. I can yes. just go. That is such a gift. Like that was just such a gift. And Mm. I didn't even have to like say like, I want to leave and not have to do it. It was just like done. You know, like everybody was just Mm. like, oh, we got this. Like you go and you do it. He's so good at like logistics and responsibilities and like planning. He's great at that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's better at that stuff in life than I am. And like, you know, so that was awesome. And then when I was there, it was like so positive and beautiful, my response from home. So I felt, even though I was like giggling at Wyatt's message, I knew that even though he had 26 minutes of deep sleep, (laughs) he was like totally fine, you know, and that. And he was so excited for you. Yeah. And if it's not winter waking him up, it's Esme waking him up because Esme <laughs> doesn't know this, but Esme yells out at night because she has like these night dream things or whatever. And so she'll, she'll yell, get away from me. 
hey, you know, and then you just like wow. jolts out of bed and then she's back asleep and then you're like fully awake. So anyway, um, that part of it was so amazing. And then having that time there to connect, I constantly kept telling myself, like, really take this in, take this in, you know, because mm-hmm. like I'm getting up and I'm walking around in the morning and I'm listening to the birds and I'm drinking coffee alone and I'm by myself, you know, just kind of like t- just seeing nature and everything. And I was like, wow, this is so awesome. And the women were amazing. The games were fun. Like, yeah, you know, playing archery and like going and sitting by the lake. And we had this moment by the lake. And I highly recommend this, you guys, if you do, if you could even do like a dinner with girlfriends or whatever, and you have some time together, like this beautiful thing where you say, you know, what do you, what do you want to leave behind? And what do you want to take with you from this experience? And so we would all kind of go through and And there's this beautiful photo by the lake that we've put up, but it's like, what are we leaving here that has not been serving us? And Mm -hmm. what are we going to take with us? That's going to like, that is going to serve us. That's going to like send us into these like high vibes. And so we all walked, you know, kind of talked through that and it was so. Do you want to share what yours was? Yes. I'm trying to remember what my leave behind was. I left it there. So I don't even remember it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I, I, I think like, it was anxiety. Anxiety. Yes, yes. I yes. I get caught up in like anxiety spirals about really dumb things. Uh, you guys know this. You've listened to our podcast before. You know that I find myself into these like I would say seasons of anxiety because sometimes I go through stages where it just like doesn't happen and I can let things go and like then there's other times where I'm like wait am I is that person upset with me like did I do something wrong um did I not write that person when I was supposed to did I say something weird like I just go through these like spirals and so I was like I don't I don't love that it really Mm -hmm. makes me so tense and I want to leave that behind and I wanted to take with me this connection I think we sort of yes it's hard to sometimes be open to like these moments of vulnerability and it's something that I actually really love so I'm happy to sit down next to anybody and just start chatting and this moment was so beautiful and taking with us like the connection and these women and the community um Mm. was really special what did you leave behind and what did you take with you I can't remember (laughs) I left behind negative people Uh, negative negative I shouldn't label them negative people but people in my orbit um through work (laughs) people Mm. in my orbit through work who have sort of a pessimistic viewpoint or a negative outlook on things and I've been navigating uh, a few dynamics in my life where those people are around me and Mm. I wanted to sort of leave how affected I am by that and Mm. I wanted to take with me my life motto which is high vibes only like even in hardship even in hardship and Mark and I talk about this so much um it's like how do we lean into that and like how can that be a teachable moment and so I wanted my high vibes only way of being to be um the most prevalent thing without being triggered by these particular um you know, influences in my life. So that was what I focused on. And it's so nice because like I came home, my husband 
is the most deep thinking, beautiful, soulful person that I can come home from a trip like this and continue that kind of conversation. Like, what yes. are you, what are you leaving? What are you, and that's all we've been talking about for the past like 24 yeah. hours, just like life and up leveling. And there's so much stuff going on. It's like, how, how do we, figure out a way to keep moving forward with like the highest of intentions and purpose and like be the very best people that we can possibly be. Yeah, with love and kindness and yeah. With love, kindness, compassion, understanding, um, not letting fear lead us, like all these things. And I think like a lot of those themes were prevalent during that trip. And a lot of the conversations we had were surrounding that. And it's so nice to bring that into our life and then apply it to uh, our everyday. So that was so lovely um, and our, our whole entire drive home was uh us talking through the next two years and manifesting yes that was our whole drive if you've never that done amazing. that with a friend before you should totally do it like Teresa talked me through the whole thing and it was so much fun because it just felt like we were plotting out the years ahead not in like yes a, Oh, this is like a lot of work way, but in like just like the best. It was just great. In a very, so- and you you do it like you script it. Um, like I am doing this. We are traveling around, meeting all of our daisies around the world, doing live shows. We are doing this. We, you know, we have this daisy dream circle coming up. We were talking about all these incredible things that, you know, aren't happening right now, but they are happening. The universe is bringing them towards us. So we both asked each other about that and it was such a beautiful way to wrap up the trip. And I feel like it's carried me through the the next week as I'm here in so many clothes, just like clothes, piles of clothes and books and games all around me as I pack up and get ready to hit the road in the RV with the kids for my dream trip. I'm so excited. We're hitting five different cities. Mark's going to be doing his Movie Makers Collective teaching on the road. I think he's going to do one in Santa Fe. He's doing another one in Denver and he's doing another one in Austin, Texas. Um, So I'll be there as well cheering him on if you guys want to see us yeah Um, but yeah it's so so fun anyway guys this was a really fun wild solo episode lots of poo talk (laughs) hope we didn't gross you out too much trust me you just made me me. sweat the whole time that was (laughs) i was like my won't be Uh, editing any of this out i know (laughs) pooey pants palma Um, woo um, oh my okay. god okay we love you daisies you can love find us you. on apple podcast spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts bye Woo-woo. bye